When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. This is True Crime Psychology and Personality, where we discuss the pathology behind some of the most horrific crimes and those who committed them from a scientifically informed perspective. I'm Dr. Todd Grande. I have a PhD in Counselor Education and Supervision, and I'm a licensed professional counselor of mental health. Dr. Todd Grande, that's my YouTube channel. Today's question is, can I analyze the case of Igor and Grichka Bogdanov? Igor and Grichka Bogdanov were born in France on August 29, 1949. The identical twins were descended from German and Austrian nobility. They were raised by their maternal grandmother, who was a countess. Under her care, the twins would not only learn French, but English, German, and Russian. Starting in the late 1970s, the twins hosted several television programs related to science and science fiction. Their views on science, specifically, caused some controversy. Many people thought that they were not qualified to discuss scientific topics and were supplying inaccurate information. Mostly, people indicated that they simplified the topics too much. In 1991, they published a book titled God in Science, which went on to become a bestseller in France, but it was plagiarized from an astronomy professor in Virginia. The twins were sued and settled out of court. Perhaps under pressure to establish themselves as academics, the brothers pursued PhDs starting in 1993. Grichka received a PhD in mathematics in 1999, and Igor received a PhD in theoretical physics in 2002 from the same university. Both of the brothers were given the lowest passing grade available for their degrees. Many people were skeptical that the twins were capable of earning PhDs. The university would later imply that the brothers worked for 10 years for free, and even though they didn't accomplish anything, they each deserved a diploma. The brothers published five papers in 2001 and 2002 in peer-reviewed physics journals, which was probably intended to bolster their image, but it only served to validate the skepticism regarding their academic abilities. Two physicists who read the articles and each PhD thesis written by the brothers indicated their work was nonsense. The physicists said that the brothers just threw together various terminology from theoretical physics without demonstrating any understanding of what the words meant. The incident became referred to as the Bogdanov Affair. The paper started circulating in an online discussion thread related to physics many scientists started commenting about how ridiculous the brothers' work was, speculating that the work was so bad that maybe it was intentional, like the twins were trying to point out how anyone could get published in a journal. The brothers were poking fun at the industry, showing how weak it is in terms of integrity. When the twins found out about the criticism, they denied that they were trying to perpetrate a hoax, which was essentially admitting 
that they knew nothing about physics. At least the hoax explanation gave them an excuse for writing such bad papers. In late 2002, the twins distributed an email affirming the high quality of their work, which was supposedly written by another physicist. When that physicist was questioned, he denied making any such statements in support of the twins. One of the professors who had reviewed Gritschko's thesis changed his mind, suggesting that he initially read it too quickly. He now admitted that the work was characterized by incompetence. The journals that published the twins' work received scrutiny. People wondered how the manuscripts were accepted in the first place. One journal apologized by suggesting their process of screening articles was not 100% effective. They admitted that the paper should have never been published. Other physicists continued to criticize the Bogdanov twins. A few examples of the criticisms. Their writing lacked coherence. It was nonsensical and meaningless. It fell short of scientific standards. Their work contained no meaningful content and could not in any way be considered a scientific contribution. Their writing was hollow, but dressed with sophistication. And they were the scientific version of the Kardashian family. The Bogdanov brothers were horribly embarrassed. They had been caught, essentially, in a fraud. They tried to pass themselves off as real PhDs, and now everybody knew that they were not. In 2004, the twins attempted to go on the offensive, filing a lawsuit against a magazine for defamation. They believed that legitimate criticism was somehow defamatory. The brothers failed to meet court deadlines and actually had to pay the magazine for legal fees. Believing that defamation would be difficult to prove, the twins went a different route with another critic. They filed a copyright complaint. The court awarded the twins one euro in damages, I guess as a way of communicating that technically they had a point, but there was no real damage. Even though the award was quite small, the technical victory caused outrage among scientists who believed that the government was trying to interfere with critiques of scientific work. In 2014, the twins filed another defamation lawsuit against a magazine. This time they were awarded 64,000 euros, which was a far cry from what they had requested. That was about 800,000 euros, but this was still a victory. Perhaps emboldened by this award, they filed another defamation lawsuit, but in 2015, they were defeated and ordered to pay 2,000 euros. Their lawsuit filing days were over, but this would not be the end of their legal problems. The brothers would later be accused of defrauding a millionaire who was trying to revive one of their old science fiction TV shows. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. True terrors of horror, bizarre happenings, unexplainable events. On our podcast, Disturbed, Terror Takes Center Stage. Each episode is a journey into the darkest corners of human existence, delving into bone-chilling tales of kidnappings, serial killers, maniacs, 
and the very essence of your worst nightmares coming to life on this weekly true horror show. Disturbed is not for the faint of heart. It's an exploration of real, unadulterated horror sourced from everyday people. Each episode is a descent into the macabre, where we narrate stories that will leave you on the edge of your seat and crawling in your skin. We navigate the disturbing narratives that lurk in the shadows, offering a raw and unfiltered listen into the most terrifying aspects of the human experience. Enter at your own risk and let the unsettling tales unfold in the haunting realm of Disturbed. And remember, listeners, stay safe out there. Starting around 2010, people noticed some changes in the facial features of the Bogdanov twins. It appeared as though their cheekbones, chins, and lips were getting larger. The twins denied having any cosmetic surgery, implants, or Botox injections, which most people found impossible to believe. The brothers would only admit that they had experimented with unnamed technologies to enhance their features. After the COVID pandemic started and the vaccine was made available, the twins refused to get vaccinated. They believed that they were so healthy and strong, they could never be in danger from something like COVID-19. They saw themselves as physically fit, living an active lifestyle, and they did not have a gram of fat on their bodies. A few pounds of plastic and Botox, perhaps, but no fat. The twins believed the vaccine was more dangerous than the virus. They thought vaccines in the future would inspire them to have more confidence. They believed it was better to wait for those vaccines. Their strategy was ill-advised. They both contracted COVID-19 and died from the illness after being admitted to a hospital in Paris. Gritschka died on December 28, 2021. Igor on January 3, 2022. They were 72 years old. Now moving to my analysis. The Bogdanov twins had a promising early career. They were reasonably intelligent in some ways. For example, they could speak many languages, and they had a good presence on television. In addition, they were considered to be physically attractive. Their early work on television was very popular. By all accounts, they had a bright future. What happened in this case? Why did they fall from grace? This is just a theory, my opinion. The twins were not happy with only playing scientifically oriented people on TV. Their lack of insight combined with fantasy to such an extent that they came to believe they were actually scientists. They wanted respect from the entertainment industry as well as the scientific community. Their first attempt at achieving legitimacy in this realm failed when they were caught for plagiarism. They then switched to pursuing PhDs. It took them a long time to receive their degrees, but they never truly earned them. Their degrees were in name only. The pair was quite well known in France. They had celebrity status. Officials at the university were willing to overlook their atrocious academic performance and nonsensical writing. The scientific community was not willing to overlook the shortcomings of the brothers. Instead of trying to retain any semblance of dignity, and admitting they were not really 
qualified at a doctoral level, they chose to file a series of frivolous lawsuits, thinking that somehow this would make them look better. Again, we see this lack of insight. They really didn't understand how people were perceiving them. People were disgusted at their fraudulent behavior, but they viewed themselves as victims. I think they probably believed their own lies. After the scandal was no longer prominently featured in the news, the twins started focusing on their physical appearance. They could not make themselves into academics, but they could change the way they looked. Unfortunately for them, here we also see the consequences of a lack of insight. The brothers believed that the surgeries they underwent improved their physical appearance. Ashamed of their own emphasis on vanity, they lied to the public and said they never had surgery. The question that comes up at this point is, why did they believe the surgeries improved their physical appearance? One theory is that they were suffering from body dysmorphic disorder. This is a disorder where a person starts to perceive defects or flaws in their physical appearance. They believe that they look unattractive, abnormal, ugly, or deformed. Sometimes people with this disorder have surgery to correct the perceived defects. People with this disorder tend to have social anxiety, depression, low extroversion, social avoidance, and delusions. This doesn't seem to be a good fit for the brothers. They were active socially, did not appear anxious, and were extroverted. Body dysmorphic disorder doesn't seem like a good match. I think it's more likely that they were narcissistic and had very little insight. They had deceived themselves into believing that they were real PhDs, and they deceived themselves into believing the surgeries increased their attractiveness. I suppose another explanation is that the brothers stumbled on a big sale of funhouse mirrors at their local circus supply house. They only looked at reflections of themselves in these mirrors, so to them, they looked normal. The theme of self-deception in the lives of the brothers would be reinforced one more time before their story was over. They viewed themselves as vital and healthy, so when COVID came along, they were not worried. In their minds, other people needed the vaccine, but they didn't. They were superior, the epitome of masculine strength and power. In reality, they were just falling into the familiar trap of delusional or quasi-delusional thinking. They truly did not believe they were taking a risk. The grandiosity of the brothers would bring them to the conclusion of their lives. Now moving to my final thoughts. Being successful as a television personality can put someone in a challenging position. They are given a quantity of fame which is disproportionate to their actual skill. Many people just take this as a gift. It's a benefit of that line of work. But others start to believe that the adoration means they are truly great. When they seek to prove that they're good at everything and they fail, they don't believe it. They form a distorted view of themselves. Usually, this distortion is restricted to cognition and affect, thinking and feeling. It is not visible physically. In the case of the Bogdanov brothers, the distortions drifted into the realm of the physical and took human form a frightening and salient reminder of the dangers of narcissism. This has been True Crime Psychology and Personality from Ars Longa Media. This content is for educational and entertainment purposes only. Ars Longa Vita Brevis. 
introduce you to Barry Clue, an authorised financial advisor from New Zealand and a very special kind of stain on humanity. He was a very uh, knowledgeable young guy. He was a registered financial advisor. Type of guy that was bending over backwards to help you. Now you could be forgiven for thinking that Barry sounds like a great guy and you'd be right. Well, right up until the point when you're wrong. It was all fictitious. She stole from my son who has a disability. Chris never knew. He died believing that we're all taken care of. A psychopath is somebody who lacks empathy, acts impulsively. I think there's a strong case that Barry might be all of those things actually. To find out how Barry Clue stole over $15 million from 81 victims, subscribe to Clueless, the long con. That's Clueless, spelt K-L-O-O-G-H-L-E-S-S.